0: what's going on uh so yeah about this intro maybe we should do it again
1: because we were all muted so (laughs) sorry about that
2: oh hey producer error sorry that's hey i'm
1: juggling a bunch of things over here all right
2: all right right. anybody who's paying attention you didn't hear any of that shit we just said okay three two one go hi welcome this is the svt sports pod (laughs) I'm Vince. I'm in the driver's seat today. Sam, how's it going?
0: I'm doing great, buddy. Yeah, Tyler's awesome. running a little bit behind. He may join us later.
2: Okay, that's, yeah, right. that's right. Okay. <laughs> Are we good now, Tim? We're good. We're good. Okay. Sorry. It's a Monday, <laughs> right guys. A Monday. Yeah, Monday, oh Monday. God. Okay. So good way to got... be buttoned up,
0: bro. That's you only right.
2: had you only had a week. <laughs> good Grief what the french toast what the french toast man all right host <laughs> let's get this back on all right yeah let's, go back uh, let's on get the, the wheels on, on the, the track we're gonna we're gonna talk a lot about the a's and the las vegas situation you knew to expect it hell that's the name of the episode title on the youtube video uh we're gonna talk a little bit about what the giants have done as well we're gonna talk nba finals stanley cup uh update the cup date. There's a little bit of uh, soccer news as well, uh, especially relevant here to the Bay Area. We'll dive into that in a little bit as well. Um, but first, it's the name of the uh the episode A is Las Vegas. Here we are. It's today's the day. If it's gonna happen, it's it's gonna happen today. That's the uh otherwise it'll be pushed into a special session. SB509 is going if they vote bring it to a vote, it'll have to happen today. Um, So we're just kind of waiting to see what happens there. Uh, Some news was kind of like trickling in some people with some inside sources were saying it's 50 50 at this point, whether it'll um, actually, you know, get a vote taken on it, because right now the uh, uh, there's a Democratic legislature and a Republican governor in Nevada, and they're arguing over the um, uh, the actual state budget. And they're not going to pass anything else until that state budget is uh, rectified um, to to both parties' um, desires, I guess. Uh, so we'll see if they may have to go to a special session just for the regular budget, let alone, you know, our silly little nonsense uh, right. about a, a baseball stadium. So we're going to kind of just keep our eyes on the screens and uh, keep you guys tuned in. uh uh, for now we're going to operate under the assumption that it will pass narrowly part of the problem is uh of the people responding to the poll on the um nevada state legislature website asking about sb 509 right now 72 percent are opposing only about four percent are neutral and that's actually kind of down because it was trend trending in the 80s before so uh, like uh, so, not a lot of people are really in favor uh, of this. A little over twenty, a little over twenty percent are in favor. So you're looking at uh, four people either against or neutral versus one person for it in the state right now of yeah. those that have uh, responded. So that's definitely making a lot of legislators think twice about it. Uh, uh, th- there's been a lot of talk as well about how the the, the the drawings the, the the initial you know renderings artist renderings uh just are shit you know i mean i'm sure we've talked we, we talked about that a bit uh without me <laughs> yeah uh, i mean but there yeah. was like a lot of
0: comments i think brody brazil even did one mm-hmm. on and it was just uh kind of a summary of what was being discussed on on twitter where like no access lanes and how generic it was you mm-hmm. know no um no Ricky Henderson statues, no, right, you know, no, nothing, you know? Um, it's been yeah. interesting to follow this. Um, we were talking off air a little bit, catching up and the, um, the, the actual competitive competitiveness of baseball, like the product on the field clearly hasn't been very good this season, the past few seasons um, as, you know, John Fisher stripped this thing down, to, to the, to the foundation, not even the studs. (laughs) Right. Yeah.
2: He went past the studs. He knocked all the walls down. There
0: is like, there is just the foundation. And that's, that is what the athletics is right now. It's just a foundation to be built on and it's either going to be built in Vegas or built in Oakland. Hopefully it's built in Oakland or, or rebuilt in, in Oakland, I guess you could say, um, to follow this, everybody's asking me about it. Um, a lot of conversations on Twitter and um I think people who who've been consistent in watching the show I'm not the best I don't like social media <laughs> so you know like I like interacting with people but I like doing it through the podcast I like doing it through the comments I like doing it person to person face to face um but I have to admit man um I'm usually pretty you know I'm a cucumber cucumber I keep it cool calm and collected And I was losing my stuff on, um, on Twitter. So I did get into some battles with people. Uh, so I, I I do apologize for being a little too spicy on that, but in my defense, it's emotional and today is like an emotional day. It is a, um, I don't want to say it's the nail in the coffin that gets the A's to Las Vegas, but. It, it
2: jumps it from ninety-five percent to ninety-eight percent. I'll tell exactly. you, exactly. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's there's like, like basically like two Hail Marys left for Exactly. You know, Oakland has two plays left at this point. You know? So I think right now
0: the the hope that I'm holding on to right now is there's a no vote. Ideally it, it, it's a flat out no. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um I'm hopeful for just a no vote like no vote happens before Tuesday and we get to June 13th and we go that route and there's there's still like I rather have the story of there's it's not a for sure thing look at Oakland fans pack the house they funded their give their own giveaway shout out Oakland 68s. How the hot dog guy for organizing that, Um, you know, Oaklandish for donating. I mean, it has been an amazing ride, and um, I feel like we're in the thick of it as fans. Like this is happening to us. But every single like fan has received this call to action. There's like a place in SoCal that's fun where where a dollar from every pint sold gets donated uh to fund these t shirts and 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 uh so cool that, like that's it's <laughs> a giveaway there's a giveaway of t shirts for like to like the first i don't know five thousand ten thousand fans of sell you know sell t shirts and this community is coming together we've been saying this for years and no one's been listening baseball hasn't been listening is that there is a fan base here there is a want a need a desire and um I believe uh, uh, Hal said this as well. <laughs> you know, uh, John Fisher is going to be forever. Kno- if this happens, if they go to Vegas, John Fisher will be forever known as the man who murdered baseball in Oakland. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> it's like, damn. Murderer. That's right. <laughs>
2: uh, I'm, I'm going I, off the rails, Vince. Yes. Real me. Okay. So going, uh, uh, crazy over here. Those of you that, have watched the last couple episodes noticed that I was not here. And um, unfortunately for me and my family, uh, my grandfather passed away on Memorial day and he was a huge A's fan. And the only reason I'm even bringing it up is because he was also a Raiders fan and he saw the Raiders leave and that absolutely crushed him back then. And he basically swore off the Raiders. Like like he swore off football in general, basically, He just, the only thing he did was he played his little Monday night football squares with all of his other, like, you know, um, senior citizen people. So that's the only football he basically participated in the last like five or six years of his life was that. And so, but he still had the A's. So, uh, and then as this news kept breaking and let's just get like, you could see it was just, it was crushing him emotionally as well. And, uh, he absolutely loved the A's and I, Obviously, you loved the As too. I was right there with him. Like I have memories. I, I talked about it a few weeks ago, going to opening day against the the Red Sox when I was like, I don't know, eight or ten or something like that. And it was just me and him. And that was, you know, great times and great bonding family memories that I'm going to have for the rest of my life. But those new situations, I'm not going to have that with any kid I might have, you know, if if the team goes away yeah it's you know like and that's what's happening that's what's at stake at this point is um, building generations of baseball fans in general I mean and uh, cherished memories that last a lifetime and um, in it, it's it, it sucks I'm glad he's not gonna have to see the A's playing in Vegas because that might have bro that that might have killed him if the cancer didn't beforehand yeah. you know i mean that's it it sucks uh but uh you know so i, I at least he's not going to have to see this and yeah. and it, it it is devastating and uh, absolutely this man. this 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 whole thing is just super emotional as you said this yeah. is you're getting you're ready to start some fights on on twitter yeah uh because it isn't an emotional thing it's a you know it's it's deep rooted in us we've been cheering for them for for fucking our entire lives let her rip yeah, you know? baby let it rip let the f-bombs fly um, um yeah man
0: i i had the honor to meet your grandfather and hang out yep. with him at a's games and mm-hmm. you know do a couple tailgates and yep um he supported us when we were doing uh you know the relay for life, and he came out over there and
2: um he was always at the shows that we did uh, in the theater and and yeah. just
0: uh um just to the ideal grandfather <laughs> you know what i mean the ideal
2: yeah. grandfather just yeah. a
0: great man and um i'm really you know my condolences to you vince and your family because uh he was a special man and um uh, ace you know ace fandom lost a real one and yeah. um For real decent ticket holder and a multi-generational family of ace fans Getting emotional just thinking saying this. Um because it, it reminds me of my mom. And you know, she was she was still an A's fan. Um, it reminds me of the memories that I have with with my father, my brother, um, going to games. Um, you know, the three of us, dad, um, my brother, myself, we went to a uh, game one, A's Red Sox, where Ramon Hernandez dropped that squeeze bunt. You know the walk off butt. oh yeah. man, uh, that was a great game. That's uh, a cardio you know, workout, man. Yeah, you know, we lost the freaking series, but that was a great game. and i I never forget this moment. I'm gonna go down memory memory lane for a moment uh, <laughs> because all the all the fans that were you know folks who were who were maybe at this game, um ace Red Sox game, we know what happened, right? But the entire game, uh, there were some. As fans next to me to my right, and there were some big dudes. and they're all in their their Oakland A stuff, their jerseys. and uh, <clears throat> a couple rows, like two rows ahead of us, there's a uh, maybe like five or six uh, Red Sox fans. and they were like we're from we're from Boston, you know? And uh, at the time, there was this TV <laughs> show on a um, history channel. I want to say it was called like Modern Marvels. Oh yeah, and, yeah,
2: I remember ooh. that. Yeah.
0: And um there was an episode on there about Boston's big dig, you know, about this like mega infrastructure of a tunnel. Mm-hmm. And um it was it was nicknamed the big dig, so the episode was called the big dig. And this uh ace man, like he was just like he didn't want to use a lot of profanity. It's a family environment, you know, but he's this mm-hmm. big dude like talking crap and he's like, "Hey, the big dig sucks. <laughs> just like, huh? And he's like, he was like, you know, go dig your tunnel, dude. Go bury yourself in the tunnel. And I'm like, dude, what are you talking about, man? And he's like, You ever you ever watch Modern Marvels? <laughs> I was like, Oh damn. Yeah. And he's like, I watched it. It was just so silly. So then we just started chiming in, like, we started chiming in with him like, go dig, go dig your tunnel you know like just being annoying
2: being a pest you know right um uh in the chat i just want to shout out jacob and mike thanks for the condolences i appreciate it gentlemen um yeah uh, he, hey jacob, he absolutely mike, uh, what's up yeah joe, hey guys up? Th- thanks for coming in joe as well uh thanks for uh, uh dropping dropping some comments in the chat. uh appreciate you guys and uh uh yeah you know this great? is you yeah. know what's great vince i got oh.
0: memories with everybody in the chat uh um, yeah well, not Joe with uh, going to an A's game. I don't think Joe and I went to an A's game. Joe, you should join us June 13th. <laughs> June 13th, if you can make it out
2: from uh, um, from out in the uh, San Joaquin Valley.
0: Uh, Jacob, we went, you know, we we did the road trips together. We did Boston, New York, Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, we had other trips planned. Jacob went to Japan. I was supposed to go on that trip. Um, but that was the year my mom passed. Um, So right. we it, timing wasn't right. Um, Mike, uh, we've been we've been to an A's game a couple years ago. Uh, we got a suite. Uh, we sat up in the suite. Um, through work. Um, so even if you're not like a hardcore A's fan, um, you have memories of this team, and it's important. Like it's for me. Like when I talk about this, it's like the chicken or the egg. Like, do the A's give culture to Oakland, or did Oakland give culture to the A's? Because The A's in Oakland, I feel like are synonymous, you know, um, it's the last team in, in Oakland professional sports. Um, it's also, uh, like the greatest years of the franchise that, you know, those early seventies teams, um, you know, where, if they were intact, what they could have done, um, it just means a lot to the city you know and the community around it um, i woke up this morning i said man just like everybody else i'm holding on to this prayer of uh a no right. vote today you know yeah. um and we still don't have an answer so if you're if you're joining us right now um there's still no vote we they haven't voted yet and it's uh, at the time of this recording it's 5:47 um p.m and they they haven't voted so i don't think
2: um i don't know if we're going to get a vote tonight yeah i don't know if it do, if it does happen maybe it's one of those things where they stop the clocks at 11:59 um and then like get the last little 10 minutes of of work done and there's you know on the official record there's like four different votes of different things all at 11:59 or whatever you know what i mean Yeah. I mean, who knows um yeah just
0: reincorporating that comment yeah oakland definitely the oakland culture the definitely contributed to the play of this team um i i am excited for the 13th though i am really excited um i'm just so proud of all these ace fans coming together doing the t-shirt fundraiser
2: yeah Uh, i'm actually uh uh do you remember in 2020 there was the cardboard cutouts and they were like strapped to the seats or whatever me and my dad actually bought one for my grandpa for his oh, birthday. Oh my god! Um, so we actually do have one. I'm gonna try to bring grandpa to one last uh, baseball. Oh game, man, you gotta you know? do it. So I'm, oh. I'm I, I just gotta you know get a hold of it uh, and then yeah, we'll make it happen. So cool. You know? Um, one last uh, A's game with my grandpa. You know. Yeah, uh, I so
0: think we've talked about this a couple times. We you know we said we hope that uh, when we go to this uh, June 13th game, it's going to be like a playoff atmosphere and what's really cool I just found this out today about about a half an hour ago is uh the the 68s are also going to be given away like uh signs uh like signs that you know say like sell the team but then on the back side it's coordinated cheers so every top inning there's coordinated cheers so it's going to be a very coordinated uh cheering throughout the game through all nine innings um so so don't get hammered by the second or third inning you know we we gotta go nine innings guys nine innings (laughs) (laughs) maybe
2: extras can you imagine if it goes extras that would be the best thing in the Uh. world bro (laughs) all the extra um all the extra cheers and stuff that'll be fun so that'll be fun yeah excuse me sorry Uh, Uh, yeah, Jacob, there's a
0: t-shirt fund. If you go on Twitter, I think I've shared it a couple times. Um, if you go online, uh, on Twitter, uh, -hmm. Reddit, yeah. Reddit will
2: also have it, man. Yeah.
0: Reddit. Um, there's, there's a fundraiser where I think you donate, um, it's
2: like $5 a shirt, $5 a
0: shirt. Um, they'll get you a sell shirt. Um, so people are like donating money. The more shirts, the more they can give away. So, um, oaklandish is fabricating the shirt manufacturing the shirt doing everything for the shirt at cost so uh oaklandish is is offering that service and this was done from what i understand uh hot dog how and uh the 68s and uh, the folks that run that over there um there is a person specifically who who really pioneered it um unfortunately i'm, I'm slipping his name right now but um <laughs> but yeah it's uh you know the fans are organizing this and and they i think it, they're up to like twenty five, twenty seven thousand 27 thousand dollars uh in fundraisers and growing so um, yeah and i think you can buy a shirt on their website as well and have it have it yeah sent I, to you.
2: i'll tell you what i definitely trust the fans with money more than i trust uh, john fisher I'll
0: yeah we got that. a
2: fish face yeah good so old you, fish face man we got a all right we we
0: we did the emotional stuff. We did a little bit of mer- memory lane stuff. We caught up on the vote. I guess let's catch up on the week of what was the tomfoolery of uh, Fisher and Cavill.
2: Yeah, let's do it. Let's dive in, man. Um, so wh- where do you want to start with this? <laughs> I mean, I guess in a, a in a in
0: a chronological order. Okay. Um, since the last time you and I spoke, let's try right. that, yeah, and then yeah. uh, let's okay. just catch up to hear because i know there's uh uh some of the folks in the chat i saw and spoke to over the weekend and and they have questions so let's let's just lay it out
2: all right let's do it um uh, you got notes on this because i I don't have my notes handy on that
0: well oh okay Um, um, uh you go
2: and drive on this one okay so we're
0: today is the vote for this uh sb uh 509 509 today's the vote there's still no vote right Um, so last week, uh, there was a lot of movement on to get the vote on the floor. Um, but then there's, uh, some news coming out about the numbers of tourism, what it's actually going to do, the guaranteed jobs. Um, so the A's threw out some numbers out there and Folks are starting to go through the numbers and it, should, it. economists are saying it's just like actually a really bad deal. There's a big article that came out this morning um, about public dollars going in stadiums is not a good deal. Um, but one of the bigger things was changing the start time of the game mm, and yeah. uh, putting, putting it, the A's Las Vegas at like a five o'clock start, which would make it almost impossible to draw in any local uh support um it it would just make the the strip is is so busy and it would just make it so difficult to get to the stadium and out of the stadium um and then also it's just it's just bad for your local uh fan um so changing start times things of that nature it's already like not off to a good start if the A's are in Vegas. That yeah. would need approval by the league, but he's interested in that route.
2: Yeah. Um. Also, 4 p.m. start time in Las Vegas, uh, in July. Yeah. Four August, p.m. Yeah. Four, 4 p.m. p.m. That sounds a a a little steamy, a little uh, little hot, a little uh, uh, MLB uh, Players Association grievancy is what that kind of sounds like. Um, uh, I know that none of these players want to be you know out and. 110 degrees you know every day and and 4 p.m that's like that's basically the hottest the temperature gets every day you know 4 p.m 5 p.m so and, and then you'd be like taking your batting practice at like 2 p.m so just really really bad timing wise it doesn't make any sense to start at 4 p.m
0: no um, i mean um it
2: like like if you're talking for like you know once a month at 4 p.m on a Saturday, sure okay right you know whatever but uh those first couple of years if they have to play in vegas at las vegas ballpark where the triple a team currently plays if that's the location that's gonna be miserable if it's not vegas and they end up playing in sacramento for a couple of years again sacramento's not exactly on an iceberg you know uh uh it it gets pretty hot out there too um it's yeah and like like just these these places that they're talking about if they're not playing in oakland um, it does not make sense to, you know, mess with the start time. You definitely want night <laughs> games um, and there's also the, uh, casino owners. man. Right.
0: There's also some talk. Well, well, if the A's do go to Vegas, that obviously the city of Oakland's not going to extend the lease because they would want to work with a, a developer that's going to take over the current site. And, you know, Howard ter- Terminal has the, all the green lights in the world. Like, yeah. All that work is done, somebody's gonna come in and swoop. So yeah, yeah, exactly. That's all ready to go. Um, and the current footprint is ready to go. <clears throat> that's that already has an environmental impact report. It's already it already has a large foot footprint, so all the legalities of the current site is pretty much ready to go. So the A's aren't or the city of Oakland isn't gonna renegotiate a lease with the A's, so then the A's started leaking that they'll they'll play somewhere else um for them to play somewhere else it's been floated that Sacramento has offered them to come to Sacramento and play um and then there was an article that came out about how costly it would be for the a's to play in Sacramento or even a triple a um stadium like ba- like basically no triple a stadium would 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 be profitable like it would <laughs> So you would have another
2: year to two years of basically a a almost three years, three years at this point, because 25, 26 and 27, they're talking about opening this new stadium in Las Vegas in 2028.
0: What I was going to say is you think John Fisher is going to field a competitive football uh, baseball team when they're in Sacramento or Las Vegas at a triple a stadium. You think he's going to go and sign players or re-sign players? and build this team to be a contender while, while they're essentially a road team. No, Hell try- no, Oh he's not going to do that. So just you're basically delivering the A's to Vegas, like with barely a pulse. Yeah. You know, like you're cause he's not going to fund a team in that time. And when mm-hmm. you're, when you're only getting a triple a AAA stadium of five to 10,000 people,
2: yeah. Oh, and that's the other thing that actually Brody Brazil brought this up. They're t- they're talking about a 30,000 seat stadium in Las Vegas, which of course is about 5,000 seats smaller than the current smallest stadium in Major League Baseball. <laughs> also, for the math to work out, they would basically have to sell 28,000 and change of those seats every night to make up for, to, to be able to make the numbers work. And that's just not how baseball works. There's going to be some games where you draw about 9,000, even on good teams, Seattle last year, there were like, there were games when they had 9,000, 10,000, 11,000. Like they went two weeks straight um, at the beginning of the year and actually kind of at the end of the year too, when they were like in the hunt for it, there was a couple of games where, they just, they, it was a, it was a bad night for attendance or it was a day game and you just can't draw as many people. And so the advantage of having a 45,000 seat stadium is you can make up for those days where right. you only draw nine. If you, if you only right. have 30,000 cap, that's it. And and you have a, have one game where you only sell 9,000, you now have to sell out like 15 games, all 30,000 seats just to make up for that one 9,000. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it, and it, it's just, there's just no room for error. And that's the, just not how it works. Uh, the other way is to bring in like several other events and like you'd probably have, they're saying 95 events or something. It's going to be more like 130 events at least uh, to make up for that. And uh, it just doesn't make sense at 30,000. I think 40,000. Makes a little bit more sense because it's more in between the sixty-five thousand or whatever it is at Allegiant versus the eighteen thousand for the hockey arena. 40 is kind of more in the middle of those two. That makes more sense to me. The thirty, it's a, it's just barely a little bit more than what they have at the hockey arena. That that doesn't make sense. Like, um, like Taylor Swift is gonna sell out Allegiant Stadium. That's not a problem. Right.
0: But let's right. say if you're if you're a yeah. if you're a top tier performer mm-hmm. you're going to Allegiant that's right if you're anything below that you're probably doing the T-Mobile Center
2: yeah and and, and unless there's you know like like if Aerosmith or whatever some like old 70s right. band does a tour I think the 40 the 40,000 seat might be perfect in that range you know somebody right. going on their final tour Rolling Stones final farewell for the 20th time uh or whatever <laughs> you know um I think that would be, you know, perfect for something like that. But I just, I don't, you know, I don't see how 30,000 makes a dent. You know, they're talking WWE was one of the logos. Like they put like not WrestleMania, but one of the uh, smaller pay-per-views there. I, what's the point? What What's the point? Like I, like WWE can sell out Allegiant. Allegiant. You
0: know? They could they, do WrestleMania there. Yeah.
2: Do WrestleMania at Allegiant. Like even like SummerSlam or something like that. That's big enough. Of an uh, of an event where I, I think that they could probably do Allegiant there. Like if you're talking thirty thousand, but if you think you can get forty five thousand tickets sold for it, just go to fucking Allegiant instead. But if you build a forty thousand seat arena or, or or stadium, that makes more sense to me. It, just everything about this, the way they're doing it, they're it's like they're begging for a no vote. You know, almost the I other swear. thing.
0: The other thing too that came about is this. Um... The corrupt I'll say the corruption of MLB and the shadiness of MLB um, and I'll get I'll get to a broader point in a second, but uh MLB coming out and saying they'll waive the relocation fee if we get, you know, this all this money for free from the government. so it, it's a this for that. Literally yeah. MLB is saying we're going to waive all these fees only if we get government funding. Right. And this isn't government so the A's the, the city of Oakland has government funding but it's not at risk of the general fund so that means That's right.
2: The uh they they Oakland did it through grants. Like they Correct. got through, through they state got 375 and million in grants when they were initially asked to secure 352. Of course inflation money, happened uh, and there's still 100 million like yeah, that, that mo- infrastructure yeah. is still going to happen. That money's there. It's not going anywhere. That like Oakland can fix Jack London Square streets around the area with that money. So all whether the state applied not. for
0: to do you know to to clean up the shoreline for water erosion, to fix the train tracks, to fix the roads over there. That's going to happen. That's all that's all part of the grant and it was a long and tedious process, but the city of Oakland did that process to not risk the general fund and reincorporating to what you were talking about earlier Vince about the stadium. Mm-hmm. I think Daryl sent me a, a article and it was, you know, Mount Davis that, that inner, that impacted the general fund. Exactly. So whenever, whenever the city of Oakland or residents of the, of Oakland um, remember Mount Davis and that, that situation, um, that was a terrible deal for Oakland and the county um, but they did that to lure an NFL team back. Um, it just did not work out in the capacity that the city and uh, the Raiders hoped for. It was a terrible deal. And there were some years that the A's averaged like 26,000, you know, 25,000, I want to say, on average. Um, if you didn't have Mount Davis, that's like... <laughs> that's like a a top 10 team as far as attendance versus capacity
2: oh i got some uh breaking news here um i think we got uh tyler finally made it back tyler are you here bud how's it going he's connecting to audio yeah look at him go what's up guys hey welcome uh we're just ranting about oakland you know uh, oh, I've but, been but, yeah, I've been hitting mean, the chat, but you, you guys know, you know yeah, a, you guys I, I, made I a, a terrible chat.
1: job of commenting on 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 in the chat with me in there. So you I'm know, sorry it's cool. about that. Yeah, we, uh,
2: <laughs> we we figured you had it under control, so um, we <laughs> sorry, were able yeah. to just rant about it ourselves. I only had like ten jobs. Uh, I also
1: yeah. want to mention that um uh, Tim, uh, if you want some water, get some water, bud, because 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 you're coughing up my stream over here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs>
1: What's going on, guys? So, so we're talking about how shitty how the A's can't uh can't uh fill a whole entire stadium here, right? Because it's totally not possible with 13 events, and you know, apparently they're gonna play more than one extra game a season at the stadium, which makes sense. I guess one wild card game, right?
2: Or no, one preseason game that's terrible. They're not gonna fill this up, yeah, exactly.
0: They're not gonna fill it up. Um, I want to go, I want to finish this point before I forget. Is um, I talked about the attendance on the old stadium and how, where that would, that would have ranked a lot higher as far as average to capacity. Um, The other thing was uh, MLB forcing uh, Nevada, uh, you know, basically putting a gun to their head saying, we're going to waive the relocation fee. If you give us all this free government money, but this is what MLB wants. This is the thing that really pisses me off. It's not just John Fisher. It's the entire league because we now we're hearing about baseball is contacting the brewers about improving their stadium. And now the brewers are asking for money from the state of Milwaukee to, they want Milwaukee to fund it. Yeah. you know. So it, it look, what's going on in Miami, Miami helped fund that stadium. And that team is crap.
2: It's completely misran. And they, they don't draw, they don't draw shit there either. They don't draw nothing. Pittsburgh, another terrible owner you know, Mm -hmm. Baltimore, they're winning this year. So, I mean, uh, so, you know, that's fine or whatever, but but they still,
0: you know, they, they built that stadium, which is a beautiful stadium with the bridges in the background and a gorgeous, beautiful stadium. And they have never been all in the owner said, Oh, I'm going to spend, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, and nothing happened. Nothing happened. So this is, um, this is a problem in baseball. And I think, the larger argument is, you know, cities shouldn't have to cough up billions of dollars um to pay for other people's stuff. You know, I can understand what Oakland is doing with getting the grants for infrastructure and things like that. Things that are around the stadium, streets, you know, lights, water, uh, all of pedestrian that. pedestrian
2: walkways. But anything, you know what? Like that, yeah.
0: You don't hear about... um some new guy on the block saying, I'm gonna, I wanna, I wanna build a casino. And then the government giving them a handout for a casino. You don't hear about any type of, I'm a, I'm a McDonald's franchisee. Give me, build my McDonald's. Like no other business does this. You know, it, it's, it's dumb. It's a dumb business practice for cities to, to fund this. And it's not just the A's, it needs to stop all over
2: yeah and i mean there's every now and then you'll get one good story about this like how uh, minnesota vikings were able to pay off their you know their loan 23 years early and that saved the taxpayers you know almost 200 million or whatever the hell the number was and yeah that's that's cool but they still shouldn't have had to fork over that money in the first place because as you said this is a billionaire's toy this is you know they should be able to pay for this themselves. yeah, it's it's just frustrating to see that. So even even when there's good news, they they shout about it like it's the great thing. But then if you just dive into the story, like you know, one paragraph further, they they still had to they still like held them for ransom. I mean, it, the, to, the to Jacob's Vikings, point though, where the hell are they going to go?
1: You know, to Jacob's point though, Miami is still dealing with that with that stadium situation um and how terrible it was for for all the residents of miami so
0: oakland's still dealing with mount davis yep Mm -hmm. you know we're still dealing with that bullshit what are you gonna do i i'm just i want to point out
1: the legislative bill apparently there's a lot of other yeah (laughs) apparently there's a lot of other things going in vegas other than just the a's which right Crazy, right? That you put in a bill at the twelfth hour and that it's not the first thing on the agenda. Stupid John Fisher. Um, on top of that, though, I think it's going to go to a special session. I, I think so too.
2: At this point. And I hope it
1: does. I hope it does. I hope it does because it's going to cost the city of Vegas taxpayer money to hold these special sh- special sessions. Get it out there, and uh, let's just piss off Vegas even more. But nothing like says, "Hey, I want to build a stadium and use your money." by already charging them for something they don't even have yet right
2: yeah um uh i guess if we assume that it does pass whether it's today or in a special session the last two hail marys are basically if the owners decide to not waive the relocation fee does that change the calculus for john fisher about returning to the table and i'm so that's that that's my first question i got another one after that um but I, I, I'm just wondering, what do you guys think? Does that change his mind at all? If if he does have to pay a $300 million reload fee? Yes, 100%.
1: Absolutely. If he can't pay an $80 million gap in Oakland. What makes you think he's going to pay a $300 million relocation
2: fee? That's a that's a great point. Um, My last point is if it does get approved and the relocation fee is waived, is that the time that he sells? Because now you have to a new owner of any kind and says, hey, you can choose i have it done in vegas i have it done in oakland new i don't want to deal with this i can't afford to deal with this yeah that's, so been, that's my last been, bit of hopium uh th- those are the only two situations left for the a's to stay in oakland at this point i think
1: i've been mulling that and wondering is he going to sell if he gets the approval or is he going to sell if there's shovel in the ground um and I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's, it's easy to say he has two deals. I could sell it to the highest bidder and they have two options to work with. Right.
2: Yeah. That's the, that, that's what I'm wondering about.
1: But then I also wonder like, will he make more money if there's actual shovels in the ground? Because people know that this team, the stadium is actually getting built.
2: Well, I, I think part of that, it, it would be, if he sells before shovels go in the ground, it's still two options. Yeah. As soon as there's shovels in the ground, I mean, there, you're defi- so many, they're definitely going to a so location. Many
0: options too, because we like we mentioned earlier, Howard Terminal now has clear landing, right? Um. So if you're a owner, a new owner, do you want to scale down the Howard Terminal build, or is there an owner that would want that whole build out, like the A's and Fisher were trying to do, and then the the city and the new owner work out a deal there? Joe Lacob, who we've been talking about as our, um, our, our hope. a resident <laughs> dream. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, because, you, know, it, you know, he came out and said the current site would be ideal. So would that sale also include the half of the current site?
2: I would imagine it um, would.
0: So I would, so, I would think so too. Piggyback on that. How much you think it would
1: take knowing that it's in the news and it's, it's the hot take. That Laker would buy the ace because you know that Fisher's going to hike it up even higher than if it went to somebody else. Well, you think it would? Take? I
0: think right now, I think the reason I believe I personally subscribe to the theory that he wants a stadium deal, as Vince alluded to, is I got deals in place in Vegas. You can build there. You can build in Oakland if you want to go back. But the the value of the franchise is this, because there's a stadium on the way. If I keep the team, I'm building it in Vegas. Right. So the team right now is valued deal. at like
1: just a shade over $2 billion.
0: What's is, he is that
2: like? really the value of the team right now? I or thought, is that just I thought I read would sell it was for. more
1: like one and a half. I thought it was like one. Okay. 1.78 is what I saw, but that was as of as of last.
2: See, that, that's year. what I would think that he would <laughs> sell the team for. I thought the team was more like 1.2, 1.3. He would ask for 1.5 and then actually sell at 1.7. I um, saw it as no one point
1: seven, more. but I think it was last year that they valued that. So I don't know what the current value is, but I would imagine.
0: Yeah, but it ain't do going it. down. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the that's the thing is, uh, you know, these these sports franchises don't go down in value. Yeah. So what would um, he's probably selling it to Joe three bill?
2: Oh, see, okay. So, um, uh, according to the San Francisco Chronicle, as of April eleventh, Forbes reports the A's are worth one point one eight billion lower than every team, but the Marlins. And that's so, as of so April 11th. So, three bill? No, 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 1.18. No, I'm
1: saying to sell. Three bill? To, no, to, to Lakeup, to Lakeup, to Lakeup.
2: To, to Lakeup, it's going to be 1.7 at least. Yeah. Like he wants an you extra You think he's going to try and hike it up more to try and get we, Oh, he'll try though? to get as much as he possibly can. Um, I think I, think I would imagine if the value is 1.18, let's call it 1.2, I would imagine Lakeup's offer is probably 1.5. And that's not enough. It's gonna take uh it's gonna take a lot more, I think. Like it's gonna take could be anybody, approaching anybody,
0: anybody yeah. that wanted to buy the A's is gonna with even I. the only way I think uh, Fisher sells is if somebody comes in at one point seven, mm-hmm. overpays, yeah, way overpay. even without a stadium. Mm-hmm. Because in John Fisher's eyes, I what I believe if he's able to get a stadium. Uh, let's hypothetically, he takes it to Vegas. I don't think he's going to sell right away. Actually. I think he's going to get in <clears throat> and try to get Billy bean and Dave force to put together another money ball team draft, put it back together, get back to a 97 win team. And if the moment he gets to a winning team and the new stadium is already built and all the endless possibilities, Oh, you got, you got a good youth system. Now, um he in his eyes that that franchise is now worth two and a half billion
2: yeah because yeah, the new, work is done mm-hmm. you know a need new stadium and a winning team that's yeah. yeah he can probably get two and a half probably. if the team
1: gets sold is um does billy bean lose his ownership right Depends.
0: <clears throat> that depends yeah
1: it, it, that... it
2: depends on the new owner if he wants to Keep him in the ownership group for. He would basically have to buy you know, him, him out, right? Yeah, he, yeah, I mean, Billy would be part of the buyout group or whatever. Like he would get, mm. he would get cashed out. Um, or he could stay on. Obviously, that's Joe Lacob is not going to be Billy the Bean buys one hundred percent of the A's.
1: <laughs> Here we go. You ready? The hot take of the century. Joe Lacob buys the A's. Bob Myers is the general manager. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: that's what Bob Myers stepped away from. He knew it's coming, man. You're on. Who knew he was
1: such a good baseball savant too? He's
2: he's he's (laughs) taking a couple years off now, so that way he can hop into baseball. That's right.
0: What's up, Daryl? Daryl. Hey, Daryl. Welcome.
2: Welcome to the chat. Welcome to the, the the stream. Yeah.
0: We're on uh we got our tinfoil hats on. Vince, yeah. you you needed a costume change into your tinfoil
2: hat. Yeah, I I forgot to I forgot to make the tinfoil hat. I threw you know the what old one away. sucks, it. There was some is, yeah, this is the most fun we've had on this freaking podcast
0: in weeks, just talking about fantasy land of how the Ace can be
2: sold to somebody competent. Something that's you know, one percent likely. <laughs> like this is this is pure weapons grade opium that we are smoking right now, guys. Like yep. this is just, just me entertaining though. Like I am no interested. Daryl
0: Daryl says get rid of Bean. I am interested in that because, uh, just a few Flip years ago, bean. just a few years ago, people were still like, oh no, Billy Bean's a, a great great GM. He did a lot of things, and now I see the tides turning a little bit, yeah. where people are more like lukewarm to cold water and Billy Bean.
2: All right, is there uh, anything else on the A's we need to talk about? I think we should ter- turn to uh some
1: still no uh, some vote other sports,
2: man. Still no vote as of right now. We're gonna keep an eye on it.
1: I'll be honest, you guys, I don't even know what the doc looks like, so <laughs> I'm just gonna keep rolling with the train and we go there, there you
0: on go on chugga, chugga chugga Vin- chugga Vince is uh Vince is the conductor, so yeah.
2: Here we nice. go. Nice. Toot toot, baby. Let's go. Um, so the NBA finals, uh, we are Whoa. two games in. Yeah, uh, We have a split series. Miami got the, the win in game two, 111-108. Denver won comfortably uh, in game one. Um, it kind of surprised me that Miami took game two. I was fully expecting Denver to win in five, and mathematically that could still happen, but Miami winning in Denver certainly um, changes that a little bit for me.
1: Yeah, i yeah. Uh, I didn't think – so I watched – to about halftime yesterday. I think Miami was down 11 or 12 points. I woke up this morning and I was like, what? They won? I don't understand. So at lunchtime today, I decided to watch the old YouTube recap. Um, and then I kind of watched the recording that I had to a little bit of time so I could see other than just the highlights. Um, man, yo, yo, I mean, Jokic did what he had to do. He came in, he showed up. Do I think he got a little tentative towards the end? Yeah, I think he was trying to get his guys more involved. I think a lot of the, like, you know, uh, Porter and um, Gordon, I think they were started getting a little, you know, worried about their shot. So they started missing a lot more. So then the Joker took it upon himself to try and get him more open shots. They weren't falling. So I think, I think Joker's, you know, Triple threat mentality of of being a a triple double threat every single game, sometimes could be a detriment when it comes to crucial games like this. I think at that moment it was stop being the team player and be the player. And I think um, I think if that happens again in game three, I don't think Joker is passing that ball anymore. I think he's trying to get fouled and I think he's trying to get to the rim and I think he's trying to score and will this team to a win, like an MVP should.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean they could have won that game. It wasn't like they got their uh-uh. you know, it took some yeah. it took some big shots by by the Miami Heat. Yeah, know? of course. They, they made some some big time three-pointers in the fourth.
2: Yeah, man. You know, I just So they uh, showed up.
0: Yeah. Like they're 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 a completely different team in the playoffs, you know. Um mm-hmm. I think we all really like the Miami Heat. We all really like Jimmy Butler's game and what he does for 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 his teams. Um dude's a legit
2: <laughs> he's badass um, it's the only
1: guy i know who took second stringers and beat the shit out of the first
0: stringers yeah that was in chicago right uh, mm-hmm. no
2: um that was in minnesota it was in minnesota, oh, minnesota, minnesota. Yeah. that's right yeah yeah the other midwest team uh yeah who 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 did
0: he took all the
1: he took all, all the sec- second stringers and uh beat the shit out of all the first stringers
2: like like uh but it, the cat yeah d'angelo and- yeah, that them guys, yeah.
1: I don't know. D'Angelo wasn't there. It Wiggins. was Cat. It, it was, was Wiggins. Wiggins.
2: Yeah. Oh, right. It was before still all hilarious. The <laughs> trades. Yeah.
0: But the thing Baller. is, Wiggins is a champion because he's got that championship. He's a champion too, a- got yeah. that DNA, guys. That's right. My favorite saying.
2: Well, neither of these teams. Uh, Miami has the championship DNA, but that was but not you Jimmy know, LeBron, and that was 2013. Um, Spolstra's
1: got championship DNA.
2: Spolstra does, um, yeah. yeah.
1: And Udonis has them.
0: Yeah, if uh, if Miami wins, man, it's probably going to come down to the coaching and Jim, you know, obviously Jimmy Butler. Um, right, but Spolstra um, is just amazing. Yeah, the, uh, he he gets every team to perform.
2: The Nuggets, like like the the players outside of Jokic, just like I don't know, they they just weren't ready for the second half, I guess uh, last game. So I, I don't know what happened there. Did they, they feel start feeling a little too comfortable maybe? start getting My, a little you know, Miami reminds me
1: a lot of of the Warriors in, in some you know some sense you know obviously the Warriors don't have a Jimmy Butler they don't have a dominant ball guy who will drive to the rim like that right maybe we F- did when we had Kevin Durant right maybe that's more more probably of a better uh, right analogy but what they're very three-point heavy so like and they don't they didn't even have Tyler Hero last night So, you know, you get Tyler Hero, you get Duncan Robinson, you get uh, Struess just shooting threes, Gabe Vincent shooting threes.
2: Yeah, when they start knocking them down, those guys were missing all game one.
1: If if Miami can knock down threes in a consistency during a game, they're a hard team to beat. And with Jimmy Butler being the orchestrator of the whole offense, it could be a tough team. Um, The problem is that as of late until last night, they weren't knocking down shots. They've struggled to get past Boston because they weren't knocking down shots, so. If Miami can keep this up, it might go 6, it might go 7, you never know.
0: Certainly it has to go well, 5 I now. Mean, Boston, Boston uh, you know, based on rankings should have won that won that series. They yeah. had their chances too.
2: Yeah, oh, I absolutely. don't know what happened
1: at home in, in Boston. That that was a shit show of a game.
2: The shittest of shows.
1: It's okay, fuck Boston.
2: <laughs> yeah, I um like Boston. okay, so yeah i mean Cheers. obviously this is a this is a 1-1 series game three is going to be wednesday game four is friday game five is next monday and i mean we'll see what happens over games three and four uh, you know game five could be maybe clinching or maybe we're talking about um you know this series is two two and it's a it's a race to th- race to a uh, four at that point with only you know two games a piece it's gonna be tough man Daryl, um, I,
1: I, I get what you're saying by saying that he would be fouled by previous standards, but we all know that playoffs and then the finals, they're two different levels. The amount of fouling that you can get away with in each round, I think, increases per round. Um, yeah. But not to mention that, you know, referee calling throughout the whole season has been something of question. But uh, especially with flopping, you know, that seems to be the hot topic back into into should we call this should we make this a a, a, a foul you know what what should it we needs do to be the this, same
0: right? you know the game needs to be called the same whether it's a regular season you know morning game or the NBA finals and I think that's what's frustrating for players and fans is like we get these slow motions but then these dumbass commentators say things like oh great finals the refs are gonna let the guys play you should let them play every game then Yes, just call it the same. Just call it the same. Why does the game need to change when we get to the playoffs? Call it the same. Yeah, I I agree. You know, but Um, Daryl's right. You know, there's all kinds of as you get into the playoffs. There's oh, we're just gonna let that go. It's a completely different game now. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's it should be that way.
1: Just just give me back the old days of the '80s where we can have dudes fist fight each other. That's what I want. (laughs) Bring that back.
2: I think it's generally frowned upon now at this point. If you want fist fighting, you got to turn to hockey. Um that's and, true. Oh, look at that transition. Stanley smooth. Cup date. Let's go. Smooth smooth like ice. Like butter. Like butter. Okay. So Vegas won five, two. Shout out BTS. game one. And then yeah. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> Glad somebody got that one. Um, so they're actually playing game two right now as we speak. Um, it is in the second period. Vegas Golden Knights are up three, nothing on the Panthers. So it is not looking good for Florida, man. This is,
1: I said um, last week Vegas is probably going to win this bad boy as much as I hate Vegas.
2: Yeah. It's it, they're a like, complete it, team. It certainly is looking that way at the moment you win game one five by three goals. You're up three right now, halfway through the game in game two. Um, obviously games three and four are going to be played in Florida. So if there is going to be a comeback, It has to happen there because right now it's just it's it's looking dead on arrival at this point. Uh, Game four, game three is on Thursday. Game four is on Saturday. And the way it looks, we might have a Stanley Cup champion to announce by the next uh, recording, guys. I don't know, man. I just I don't have much confidence that Florida can get the job done at this point. Um, It's a fun, cute little story. um, Them making it to the uh, to the Stanley Cup finals but i vegas just looks um they're just overmatching florida at this point so it's like
1: um, sharks versus the penguins
2: yeah it's i mean the sharks were very fortunate to get two wins in that series uh the penguins were very much the better team in 2016 um they were faster um
1: yeah that's that is the most important yeah, thing when they, we they watched, were so was, much faster i was um, like wow this team is like there's like a gear and they're four mm-hmm. years higher than the sharks right. now. Right. It's- um, it's-
2: Martin Jones absolutely stood on his head in game two and Don square was able to make magic happen in the overtime, but that's, you know, seven years ago. So <laughs> that's a term
1: that yeah. we didn't bring up when we, when we were quizzing Sam, Sam, what does it mean when a goalie is on top of
0: his head?
2: Standing on his head. What does that mean?
0: Standing on his head. Sorry. Uh, he got like, like the player broke his ankles Ooh. like that terminology
2: it means nothing like that (laughs) not even close (laughs) all right uh it it means that he was playing out of his mind good like just he was like he was like like the other team had surefire open goal and he comes out of nowhere and saves it with the glove hand like just like doing absolutely everything in his power to will the team to success like that is goalie standing on his head that's like um uh, we're, we're talking throwing... no hitter. Like, like, there'd be yeah, a picture throwing okay. a no hitter almost. Like, I did, did you see that picture of, no of the hitter last hitter
0: game while standing on his head? Oh. Uh, it's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, that guy, that guy was on, uh,
1: he was on some, he was on, uh, he was on LSD, the greenies. He was on the greenies. <laughs> <laughs> did you see the picture? I, I'm drawing a blank on the, on the Vegas Knights goalie right now, but Aiden down. yeah, okay. So he's like, I don't know, two and a half, three feet away from the goal and just gets this magical stick out to, like, stop the goal. It's the most <laughs> impressive picture I think I've seen as mm-hmm. far as a goalie. like
0: It was some... his golden sword.
1: <laughs> it was, yeah, <laughs> legit. More or
2: less. Where I mean, part of me is a little bit pissed off because Aiden Hill did not play this well for the Sharks. Nope. But also, he has a much better defense playing in front of him. Um, so that way, he's called upon less often to make big plays. And when you're you know, you're you're when you're playing more confidently, goalies, man, they they flip on a dime, man. Like, like, like for whatever reason. There was times when if Nabokov, the all-time greatest sharks goalie, he was like second string to Vesa Toskola for a while and Mika Kiprasov. Like those guys, for whatever reason, goalies like they sometimes they just get in their head and um some guys just like they they catch fire. And right now. Aiden Hill is catching fire and it's just, it's
1: also, it pisses me off. After Navi, I mean, the sharks have haven't done really well at at drafting a a goalie.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, they, they tried, they, they ended up taking Auntie Niemi uh, from Chicago after he won the cup in 2010.
1: He was serviceable.
2: Yeah. He, he, he did pretty well for the sharks over those like four ish years. Um, But, you know, it obviously couldn't make it, couldn't get to the final round. Uh, You know, it's just, it's just kind of funny how, like goalies in general, man, like it's it, it it's more of a head game with them than maybe any other position, yeah uh, in definitely in hockey, maybe in professional sports outside of golf, you know um, yeah, I mean,
1: goalies in any sport that require one whether, whether you are talking mm-hmm. soccer or 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 hockey, yeah, it's very they're the most mental people on the team, like they're the guys that are like they're like the drummer of the band, like they're mm-hmm. cool, but they're also the most mental ones
2: ah uh, speaking of uh goalies in soccer um we we got some soccer news to talk about <laughs> um zlatan ibrahimovic uh is going to retire at 41 years old he was a hell of a uh, goal scorer uh played in several teams he's also the if you watch ted lasso he's kind he's... of the inspiration of zava in season three yeah so um a little bit of a head case but genuinely fantastic scorer and um he did He's it gonna for way longer. He's going to
1: start his own uh, his his own avocado farm.
2: avocado farm, yeah. Yeah, th- there was definitely those comments on the uh, men in The biggest avocado he <laughs> yeah. sent them.
0: It mm-hmm. was like the biggest avocado ever. Absolutely, yeah.
2: Um if you're ever curious just to get an idea of um of Zlatan, just look up Zlatan uh, LA Galaxy um ad and he basically took oh, out yeah. a massive one page ad that said you're welcome. And I remember uh, that. <laughs> The dude's got swagger, and um it's not the last we'll hear of him. Like, I'm sure he'll be involved in football going forward, but he's he's done playing, and he's had a hell of a career. So uh, congrats, and uh, best of luck to you, crazy, crazy psychopath. Um, a lot of fun to watch, though. Um, <laughs> speaking of other goats, Lionel Messi, he got booed twice on his way out the door at, at uh, Paris, man. like Like, they booed him in introductions, and then he missed – on a shot in like the 51st minute or something like that. And he got booed again. Yeah, he's so, been um, getting
1: it like the last like month and a half. What? what yeah. What's going on?
2: It, I mean, he's on his way out already. And I, I guess the fans at um, PSG are just uh, not happy with him because uh, he hasn't performed up to their expectations, uh, but he's old. You know, it was he's like good was a he's video. Of, really good.
1: I think there was like a, a graduation of something in, in, in Europe. And they were booing Messi. Messi wasn't even in the stands. I know. <laughs> he's I don't know,
2: man. It. Is Harris he gonna is play weird. next year? Oh, he's playing. He'll he's I, I, he might end up playing with uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> he's going to wreck some guy.
0: R- Ronaldo announced
1: that he's going to stay in Saudi Arabia.
2: Yeah. So which maybe, is ridiculous. Maybe he go maybe, maybe Messi ends up in the in the uh, Saudi Arabian League or something. I don't know. Why would you
1: play in that league? Money money
0: dude greed uh, i mean already. to be already, fair you like, can make a shit ton of money with psg i know but yeah but
2: i mean that money's money they don't have oil money man yeah that is that is a whole other thing like they'll give you your regular paycheck but then they can subsidize your life in other ways as well that you know that that uh even like the fanciest clubs like psg or man united or any of the other ones you can possibly think of like Bayern munich just a- any of them they'll they'll pay you but man that saudi oil money that is another beast entirely and we've talked about that with the live golf tour and other stuff too yeah so. it's
0: like a completely unregulated uncapped do whatever the hell exactly you want. oh yeah we're gonna pay you this on the books but you know behind the books yeah <laughs> off book you know that's true yeah. the
1: saudi arabian team when they they beat mexico they all got brand new cars
2: yeah exactly there's shit like that you know like no nobody in like like they're not handing out outies at Bayern munich
0: mark kotze just got ejected and so did uh nota oh so we have no first baseman
1: we have no head coach <laughs> cool awesome bring, bring in Raylan. Derek
0: barton Ugh. hey did you <laughs> Don't guys you hear ever did you
2: guys ever. hear
0: josh reddick audio about what's going on in oakland no, what did he did say? You, oh my God. He he was he called out ownership. He was Good. like he Good. called out ownership. And Good. he goes, you know, yeah, you know, you can you can point at attendance and you can say this and say that. You know, I'm summarizing. Um and he goes, Yeah, it's tough. He goes, but you know, the diehards are great. When they when the fans do come, it's great. And he goes, but you know, when you have ownership that is not invested, like fans aren't gonna be interested. And he, the put the blame on ownership, nice. swear on ownership, um, and it's good. yeah the audio's been going around so <laughs> it was pretty good. I'm, so, I'm
1: glad since, since we're talking about old time A's here. Um, I don't know if it's tonight or this weekend, but making his debut pitching for the Savannah Bananas. Oh no, he Barry just did it. He Zito.
2: did it. <laughs> he did it this past weekend. Barry Zito, nice. our boy. Um, he he made his debut for the Savannah Bananas. Man. He had a comebacker hit right at him, but uh, he let he let it go, and the shortstop took care of it um, for a double it. play. It was Love a fun little highlight I saw on uh, on the clock app TikTok. But um, yeah, so
1: so getting back to 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 the pond, the other side of the pond here. Um, I, I don't know where Messi's is going to go. It, it, I don't guess he could probably go for all the money in the world to go play over there. Um, how long, and do you think he will ever go to MLS? <laughs> how long do you think it would take
2: if he does go to mls it'll be miami because i think he might have like a like like a Part he has an offer for mm. ownership or something i don't know he's got some he's got something with miami possibly in the works so if he does come to mls it'll be for miami and we'll see maybe it's like a jordan playing with the wizards situation i don't know we'll see oh uh, so Diler, so, Diler, Diler, so what, rhymes, messes,
0: what huh? rhymes with tummy miami <laughs> he's going <laughs> to miami
1: oh
2: jesus i was uh, wondering where you guys are going with that okay so beat uh in other soccer news bj callahan was named interim manager for u.s men's national team ahead of the nation's league finals and the gold cup happening this summer That's i'm another so interim. nice
1: vince i'm so nice i was going to mention that last week but i was like you know what i'm going to save this nugget for vince because i you. think me and vince need to discuss this
2: yeah yeah, You're I mean nice we'll, we'll and see what happens. Obviously
0: humble. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a lot of I mean like basically it's the same thing you see about any hire when it's not a big name. Oh, he works hard. He's he's always in the t- in, in the tape room. He's always studying. Um and that's the only information that we have on BJ Callahan at this point is
0: um, I know nothing. We know that
2: he we, we know that he according to reports, he's the you know first guy in, last guy out when they're doing uh, game sessions, t- uh, studying tape and stuff like that. So um, if that's true and he's a hard worker and he can, you know, bring something a little bit more offensively potent to the men's national team, they can, I, I don't see why they can't, you know, defend their gold cup uh, this summer. We'll see what I'm, happens I'm there. To see,
1: I'm waiting to see the, the, the exhibition tournaments. We're, well, yeah, the exhibition tournaments we're going to have this summer. But honestly, he could be Nate the Great or he could be Nate the Waste. I have no idea. I couldn't tell you anything. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. I, I wish I knew more about this guy to give more context, but, um, yeah, that's just, we're nobody just, nobody kind of had him
1: on their, on their big board. I, yeah. we went through the names. I mean, he's,
2: he's, like I said, he's still, uh, he still has the interim tag. He's not the official replacement yet. Um, uh, maybe this is his tryout, you know, to see this how summer, the team the summer. reacts this yeah. summer to what he, whatever he magic he can do. And if they perform well this summer, maybe he gets the permanent job. And we're laughing about this, you know, uh, two months from now. But we'll see. We have to see. The team has to play well, and and you know, it, it's a big question mark until then. Uh, so what
1: what's the uh, what's what's the um the offense that that they ran in Ted Lasso this year? The, oh, that's t- uh, total, total football. football.
2: Total football. If he
1: runs total football, I'm totally in. I'm going to watch it. <laughs>
2: totally yeah, in. if for nothing what? else than the Ted Lasso uh, reference, we need a. Uh, 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 we could have Balogun playing the uh, Jamie Tart role. That'll be fine. I
1: am so excited for that. I know that he was, you know, there's no room on the on the other two squads that he was trying to get on with Nigeria and England. But this kid stays healthy. I'm gonna love all of this here. Um, is there an inside joke with you and Daryl here, Vince?
2: What?
0: He's just I don't saying. Know. Would he have a girlfriend?
2: In, oh, would in would Messi have a girlfriend oh, in Miami? Right, or,
0: or possibly Miami? a girlfriend he probably has yeah. a few
2: <laughs> yeah yeah he's, mean, he's got
0: a few of them they they work for, he does they work he, for bang bros
2: <laughs> he's definitely um worked i mean he he has fuck you money you know uh he, pretty he's much definitely he's made his bag for sure so we'll see what happens there um i don't think uh, messi's
1: like ronaldo where he's stuck to the same girl forever. you know yeah.
2: i'll
1: give i'll give ronaldo that yep. i'll give him that
2: Hey, uh, big news for fans of women's soccer in the Bay Area. The NWSL is uh, coming back to the Bay Area. We have the Bay FC. They'll begin playing next season. And there's a ownership group with former U.S. Women's National Team veterans: Brandi Chastain, Leslie Osborne, Danielle Slayton, and Ali Wagner. That's a hell of a group. I'm I'm That's enjoying a big that. They they got some like big capital investment firm backing them as well. So. You got players that know how, how to play the game and um uh, in the ownership group making decisions. So that'll be yeah. good. Um I'm excited. You know they, they still haven't announced where they're going to play yet. Okay. The earthquakes have said that they're more than willing Nope. Uh, to, no, no, you, wouldn't you do you've it. heard different.
1: No, I'm saying I wouldn't do it. Oh, you wouldn't. I you wouldn't, wouldn't give John Fisher a dime.
2: Oh yeah. No, no, I personally agree. Um, They also had Keysar Stadium in San Francisco um, as a possible uh, site. Uh, Right now, the Oakland Roots are playing at Cal State East Bay. Uh, They're they're not playing at Laney? No, they're playing at Cal State East Bay this year. Oh, so That's new. So, yeah, I mean, I noticed that uh, uh, maybe a few weeks ago. So, I mean, there's another possible venue. Uh, There's plenty of, you know, football, soccer, stadiums. That can hold, you know, a few thousand people. Maybe they play at Spartan Stadium, you know. I don't know where, where the the uh, the Cyber Rays and Gold Pride FC played before. I mean, this is this is a different de- uh, what's the name NWSL National Women's Soccer League. This is a different league than those teams. So um, this is the first time that this iteration of this league is coming to the Bay, but it's obviously the uh, the third time they've uh, tried to put women's soccer in the bay but you know the leagues folding before kind of ended that so if this league
1: do you have have the the chat up by the way sam yeah the the youtube can can you read the most recent comment i just need to hear this from a third degree here outside of jacob because this is this is crazy
2: yeah this is Um, ridiculous so uh, you want me to just read it out loud um yeah go for it i was just enjoying a beer i was just enjoying a beer at the local tap room and there was a former A's employee there commenting on the vote in Vegas. Long story short, John Fisher showed up in a Giants shirt uh, the day Mania got traded. The <laughs> amount of disrespect this man has for this team in the city, writ large, is disgusting. Jacob, you are a million percent right. Um, yeah, this is... So uh, did
0: you guys see this on Twitter today? Of So all of this charlatan talk from john fisher about all these jobs so there's like the con- the construction jobs it's going to bring false because the tropicana is already going to be yep. destroyed and built you're, mm-hmm. you're not creating anything that's already announced
2: maybe a hundred jobs yeah maybe a so hundred
0: that's that's false um the other thing was now it's being reported that the a's coming to vegas could deliver a monorail. oh my god
2: a monorail. a monorail is better than a gondola but it's still Dude, like on that tier of ace. leave fans it in disneyland been, you know that, that, fans, that's some disneyland stuff wait hold on hold on a monorail, monorail? monorail
0: thing for months now does this monorail end at the
1: uh the stadium and then everyone's got to walk through a really tightly packed tunnel to get into the stadium tell me tell me if you've seen this before
2: Oh, oh my God! Oh God! What does so that sound all those like? photos so familiar? Out, all those all uh, those
0: uh, photos of Fisher and it's on the tip uh, of my Bart. What is Cavill uh, <laughs> coming out of uh, legislation last week when they're trying to final they show up like two days late to yep. ask for money to ask for five hundred million dollars? They came out of there Cavill leading Monorail, 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 Monorail. Stop Monorail. Stop
2: <laughs> they just did the whole Simpsons. If theme. there was a wall next to me, I'd slam my head against it.
1: Dude, yeah i mean at this it's point laughable i kind of want if, if 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 what vince is saying that we're predicting with our tinfoil hats that john fisher will sell if he's got two stadium deals Gosh. in the works i kind of want this deal to just be over with let's just have vegas agree on it and and then tomorrow yeah. we can wake up and he could sell the team
2: yeah i mean you know that that would be best i think um obviously If he if if the deal in Vegas is accepted and then he sells the team and then let the new owner decide if he's going to break our hearts. And then John Fisher can pretend like, oh, I didn't do it. You know, whatever. People will, you know, I'm sure some people will forget. I sure the fuck won't. But I'm sure, you know, this is I'm sure he's just he's a guy that does not like attention brought on him at all. And this is doing a terrible job at it. This has brought way too much heat on him. Uh, and and i I think at this point he might be just looking for the best way for him to make the quietest escape possible and that's where my hopium comes in load it up baby let's go Well, sorry Uh, to
1: take off the tangent of of, of women's soccer so
2: so um the nwsl uh the bay bay fc will be the 14th team in the league uh and they'll start playing next season so uh go bay fc daryl says
1: daryl says the monorail goes through Frontierland and ends in tomorrowland
2: yeah 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 it does um also women's world cup begins uh yeah next month on july 20th so you know it's crazy that they they actually
1: picked a location where you could play in the summertime like you're supposed to
2: Mm -hmm.
1: funny how that worked out
2: wild yeah Oh, it's so crazy. Um one more note on soccer. The Earthquakes actually had two games this past week. They get the win in Seattle 1-0 and then they draw zero, uh, 0-0 against Colorado. Colorado's the last place team in the Western Conference and uh and the Earthquakes were actually up a man for the basically the entirety of the second half and couldn't wow. get the job done. Um
1: not very Ted Lasso like.
2: No, 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 not at all. Uh they they've had struggles on the road. They've um, but I, I, you know what they got four out of six possible points on the road and they're still in fifth place, six wins, five losses, five draws. They've got the Philadelphia union coming to San Jose on the 10th. So that's uh, a good team.
1: I mean, they yeah, made it to the
2: playoffs last year. It's going to be uh going to be a nice test for them to see where they stack up against an Eastern conference uh, opponent. Yep. So that's the end of the earthquakes and soccer talk, you know, sock talk, Sock talk,
1: wow! Just put a tube on the doorknob.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, you crack me up, Vince. What else we got, Vince?
2: Uh, that was basically it. I mean, oh, we didn't go over the actual scores of the A's and Giants. Uh. <laughs> um. So last week, the A's went two wins and one loss against Atlanta at home, and then they go to Miami and drop all three games. This week, they have three. They're already dead. Yeah. (laughs) They have three at Pittsburgh and three at Milwaukee this week. They're currently 12 wins, 49 losses. They're about to hit 50 losses. It's barely June. They're dead last in the AL point, At this
1: point, I just want to beat the Cleveland Spiders. I mean, I got to have something to root for. If we're
2: going to be be (laughs) back... if you're gonna be bad be the worst you know yeah let's then let's, it's a, story let's beat. a
1: let's beat a record that is before the 1900s
2: yeah um as for the giants they went one win two losses at home against pittsburgh one win two losses against baltimore this week they're going to play three at colorado and then um i think it's supposed to be four at chicago that's a two there maybe a Maybe it's hey, a tie, The though. the
0: uh, the A's just tied it up, man. It oh, hey, the what's a's, so 4 top of four the eighth in Pittsburgh?
2: Okay,
0: uh, Diaz had a big time double. Rooker scored, so hey, the the A's are the A's are, uh, things minus... are
1: looking up. <laughs> the A's are minus one ninety, so you know, good
2: bets. Yeah. Um, uh, as for the Giants, they're twenty nine wins, thirty losses. They're third in the NL West. Um, How does that make you feel, Tyler? They're still ahead of your boys, right?
1: Dude, the Padres, it's – look, they just got um, – oh, my God, I can't remember that catcher's name. That He got DFA'd from the Yankees. They just got oh, him. Uh,
2: yeah.
1: He's already hit two home runs. Let me tell you something. He's been with the team for a week. He has more home runs than Austin Nola, who's been with the team since last year. So Austin Nola looks like he might be DFA'd here soon. Like, that's how bad – Washed, he, yeah. It's, it's pretty bad. Um, <laughs> Tatis is, is having a great – you know, pick up towards the second half here, or I'm sorry, getting to the, to the half point here of, of the all-star break. Um, Soto actually is doing well. He's picking up his bat here. Everyone thought that that might be kind of a bust situation, given the fact that he came out slow out the gates when he got to San Diego and he's been slow to start the season too. So he's starting to pick that up. His OPS is like, I think top fifth in the league right now. So um, that's starting to come uh, come alive. His walks is top fifth in the league too. So that's starting to come along. They're, they're. I mean, I hate to say it because I don't really care for the guy, but um, Manny Machado has been one of their best players, and he's been on the IL. He just came back, but he's not really playing. So I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, they can get it all together. But uh, yeah, that sucks. It sucks that we're um, literally about to be in last place.
2: Oh, Can't did we fear. mention that Daryl joked about the monorail going through Frontierland and ending in Tomorrowland? Yeah, we yeah. did. Yeah, oh, yeah, we did. Yep. Okay, Just making sure we're all caught up. Uh, thanks for the uh, for for the comments. We appreciate it. Yeah,
1: man. I, I got a got, lively I, chat group today, so I, I got one, This has been fun. I got
0: one final shit on John Fisher story oh, that I haven't shared on on here. Um, so I met this gentleman. I'm not going to reveal his name. Um, be, at the time I met him and spoke to him, he wasn't ready to go on the record, but he's he's a reporter. And as I was getting to know him, we're talking about the A's. We're talking about this, and I mentioned this before at the beginning of the season, we were going to try to do this, like feel good story about the A's and the history and stuff like that. And it just really felt like this Vegas announcement took the wind out of our sails, so to speak. And it really just, at the same time, it provided a silver lining because it gave us the motivation to, to go to do these live shows. We didn't do it until the day this was announced. So we got to find the silver linings in, in bad situations. But when I, when I met this gentleman, He's a reporter. We started talking. This is a really nasty story. So he begins to tell me a story. So um, this started because John Fisher, through many of his shell companies with Sandy Dean, um, owned this Sansom group. And then they own Humboldt Redwood and Mendocino Redwood. And I was just trying to do some research on finding out the type of businessman that John Fisher is. And... As you guys were talking about some other segments, I was going through Twitter, and there's a a political person in Las Vegas says, John Fisher's a really nice man in a really difficult situation. And trying to spin it as if he's this really kind-hearted person. Let me tell you this story that obliterates that. He's not a kind person. He got into a land dispute with the gentleman that I met, this reporter. He got into a land dispute over... Uh, land and where the property line was the land was in this this reporter's family for literally over a couple hundred years his family has has owned the land uh since the late 1800s and they're in the logging and timber industry uh john fisher's company comes in buys land um they get into this legal battle um that last uh i, I be- want to say three years approximately hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars this guy spent uh fighting John Fisher and his company because the company basically claimed land claimed claim ownership of this section of land and unfortunately to to the uh, to the reporter's um fault, he did him and his family did not. Do enough land surveys. They, they were not able to legally prove that it was their land, even though it, it was. Um, So long story short, the land that John Fisher took, that took from this human being, it wasn't just the t- a land of timbers. It was the family's pet cemetery, literally pet gravestones wow. from 200 years ago to now where where this family owns many many acres um they don't do anything else they're a family of you know uh people working on the ranch and wor- working in the timber industry that's all they have they they're not gap they're not other things this is their livelihood this is their income is the timber industry and this ranch they have there and um to take the family farm um or the family um Cemetery, you know, is just uh, ridiculous. That's what he did, you know. So this argument of him being a nice man in a nasty situation—he created the nasty situation. He depleted this roster. Didn't want to pay minor leaguers, you know. Laid off the minor league staff when the when the pandemic happened. And this is just future. This is just more evidence of how he treats his business. This is not just the Oakland A's. This is how he treats the gap. There's reports about how the gap is run, even though he's not the day to day operations guy, the gap, it still reflects his personality there's there's articles now that are coming out about how Gap corporate is ran and just how terrible it is and now there's this information what I'm telling you about taking someone's uh, cemetery he's he's just not a good person like there's no way around it. This is not a good person to be leading a baseball team or leading any type of business whatsoever. He's a terrible person. Yeah. He's
2: got a two out of 10 score on the self-made billionaires list. And that's, he's about a two out of a 10 he's kind of a person not as well. self so, made. Yeah. He's inherently exactly. made. Exactly. Yeah. That's the, I mean, that, that's the point. Like uh, a two out of 10 means you, you were basically handed everything to you. And, yes. And Daryl, uh, by so, the way,
1: yeah. you're welcome. If you want to know more about uh, the ACL league, uh, just hit me up and uh, I'll tell you all about cornhole
2: yeah um definitely thank you Daryl thank you Joe Mike Jacob uh I'm sure I miss oh my dad showed up in the chat for a hot second as well just everybody for uh joining in and uh, I know it's a lot watching. of fun man um yeah, this uh, has been a lot of fun chatting it up with you guys again and uh yeah I'm uh glad I'm back uh hanging out talking sports after a couple weeks being away so uh yeah. uh this has been a lot of fun and uh I guess if uh, anybody got anything else? No, no, I'm good, man. We're coming up. All right, let's uh let's wrap this bad boy up. Uh, you are listening to the SVT podcast. Subscribe on YouTube and hit the bell to get alerts when we go live. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SVT Sports Pod. Slide into our day, de- uh, slide into our DMs. We would love to interact with you. I can't believe I stumbled on that because I'm the one. Slide that into our it. denim. Slide into our DMs. I <laughs> t- I got tongue tied, tongue tied. I forgot tongue to do twide. my red leather, yellow leather. God damn it. Hey, just hey, just don't
1: go to a museum, okay?
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm really gonna do that. All right. I have a good one, fellas.
1: Later, guys.
0: Love you, guys. Good night.
2: Good night.